Hi, and welcome to the Shoot from the Heart podcast with me, Diane Bell. If you want to write a script, make a movie, or quite simply live an abundant and creatively fulfilled life, you are in the right place. Each week, I'll share with you tips, techniques, and real-world information that will inspire and empower you on your path. Thank you so much for joining me. I am rooting for you all the way. Let's do this. Hello, gorgeous souls, and welcome to episode 93 of the Shoot from the Heart podcast, The topic today is too shy to succeed. Now, before we dive into that, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in today. If you are listening to the replay of this on wherever you listen to the podcast, I invite you to join the Shoot From The Heart Society. It's a free Facebook group and you can join us and you can tune in for these live recordings when they happen if you desire to do that. And you can also join this incredible community of screenwriters and filmmakers from around the world One of the things that I noticed that I think is unique about our community is the level of supportiveness. A lot of filmmaker and screenwriter communities can be a little competitive, a little edgy, a little uh, not that supportive to each other, a little quick to take each other down, in fact, but not ours. And something that I'm super proud of is that whenever I get feedback on any of my groups that I lead, that I conduct, that I invite people into, everyone always comments on the fact that these are very kind spaces. And that means everything to me. The same is true for the network. Recently, when I asked people for feedback about the network, and the network is my monthly membership for screenwriters and filmmakers who are serious about success. One of the things that kept coming back was the level of kindness. People said it's a really kind place to be. And that meant so much to me. Yes, it pushes you on. Yes, you're held accountable. Yes, you get support in all different ways, but it also feels like a kind place. And that matters so much because I just believe We all need kindness in this world. More kindness wouldn't be a bad thing. One last thing before I dive into this week's topic. Registration for my course, Write Your Screenplay in Eight Weeks, is going to be opening very, very soon. So if you are interested in doing that, if that's something that's been on your list for a while, if you just have on your list Write a Screenplay this year and you haven't got around to finishing it yet, You are going to love this, so stay tuned. There will be news about it later this week. All right, all that being said, let's dive into this week's topic, which is, I am too shy to succeed. (laughs) This is something that I have heard a lot over the years. People say, shyly, they put up their hand in a class and they say, Dan, I love all this advice, but I'm just too shy. I I couldn't walk up to somebody and pitch my topic to them, my, my project to them. I'm no good in the room. I'm an introvert. I'm not good at networking. I am no good at putting myself forward for things because I'm shy. And I have two takes on this and I'm going to start with the first one and then I'm going to go into the second one. But I think we are going to solve the problem of you being too shy. So the first thing is this. When you say I am shy, what do we mean? Now, this is a really interesting question to me because it feels like we're describing something that is an essential attribute to who we are, our identity. This is who I am as a human being in this planet. I am shy. I am Diane, right? I have brown hair and I am shy. And it is like some sort of attribute that I was born with, that I'm going to die with, that is immutable, that is part of the identity of this human being called Diane. She is shy. Like it's written in stone that I am shy. Well, I'd like to offer to you right at the outset 
that this is just not true. When we say I am shy, what we typically mean is up until this point in my life, I have had experiences that could be described as showing that I am shy, right? It's not I am shy, right? Like it's written into my DNA to be shy. Now, some of us obviously are naturally, we're more introverted and more extroverted. I personally, and a lot of people are shocked when they hear this, I personally am an introvert. I am not an extrovert. So you might be like, wait a minute, Diane, that's not true. I've seen you on the internet and you're chatting here and chatting there. You're not an introvert. I'm an introvert. So an introvert, and the best description I've ever heard of it is that an introvert is somebody who gets energy from being by themselves, whereas an extrovert is somebody who gets energy by being around other people. And I'm somebody who needs a lot of time to myself. I believe that's why I was drawn to being a writer, because I am very happy spending a ridiculous amount of time on my own. And I definitely recharge by being on my own, in my own company, rather than being in the company of others. And that's a question to ask yourself. Do I recharge by being with people or do I recharge by being on my own? And that's really the biggest indicator of whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. Now, the thing is, though, introvert or extrovert, you can succeed at what you want to do. Shy or not shy, you can succeed at what you want to do. If you consider yourself to be a shy person and you hear me giving advice, like, okay, you're going to reach out to people and ask them to read your script. And you say, I can't do that. I am shy. Well, I believe that our dreams are an opportunity for us to grow. And I believe that the reason our dreams matter so much is not because of what they will do when they when we reach the fulfillment, but because of who we become on the journey to fulfilling them. So your dreams give you the map for your growth. Growth does not happen in areas where you are already perfect. And it's really worth thinking about this because We tend to think, you know, we want to fulfill our dreams. We'll do that by leaning into all the things that we're already great at. Now, there isn't a little element of truth of that. Of course, if there's things that you are naturally splendid at, those are things to amplify and to use as tools to fulfill your dreams. Absolutely. But let's be clear that fulfilling your dreams will mean learning new skills, developing new character traits, shedding things that don't serve you, allowing yourself to grow through discomfort. And this is super important because I think a lot of us seem to think that fulfilling our dreams means, you know, doing things that we're good at, getting better at them, not being uncomfortable because we're doing things we're good at and achieving whatever it is that we desire. But this is not the case. Now, if we desire to have a career in screen, if we desire to have a career filmmaking, screenwriting, whatever that is. We have signed up for a path that is necessarily social. No film is made by one person in their room, not communicating with anybody else ever, right? (laughs) That just doesn't happen. We are signing up for a career, which is in an industry that is built upon relationships. Now, if I'm shy, if I consider myself to be a shy person today, what I'm going to have to say to myself is, do I want to hold on to my identity as being a shy person? Is that really important to me? Or am I willing to grow and expand my idea of myself beyond that limitation that I've put on it in order to achieve my dreams? Because let's be clear, if I'm going to be like, well, I'm shy, therefore I can't do that, right? You're not going to do it. 
and you're probably in the wrong industry. But if you say, I'm shy, but I'm willing to learn new strategies and techniques to overcome my shyness, to put myself out there because I believe my work has a real value and it deserves to get out there, and if the cost of getting my work out into the world means overcoming my shyness, I am willing to do that. Do you see the difference? So to me, shyness is not some fixed, immutable fact about ourselves. It's not like we were born, you you get stamped with shy. You are a limitless person. And what that means is you can be anything, you can develop any traits that you desire to develop, but you have to desire to develop them. We can just sit back and be like, I'm shy, therefore this is my excuse for not succeeding. Or we can say, okay, I'm shy, but I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to grow. I'm willing to overcome. I'm willing to put myself out in a way that feels uncomfortable to me for this end, for the desire that I have for my work and my career. Where I really learned this lesson about identity and the stories we tell ourselves was in yoga. And I had such a physical uh, experience of shattering a story that I was telling myself that it just changed me forever. You may have heard me tell this story before, but I'm going to tell it again because I believe it's such a powerful one and such a one that can just give you insight into your own stories that you tell yourself. So my story when I was growing up was that I was stiff. I was not a flexible child. There were a lot of children around me who were very bendy. You know, the the children who were doing somersaults and cartwheels and splits. And you can just like fold over in all these different ways. And typically we think children are sort of bendy. I was not. In fact, I was very stiff even as a child. I could hardly touch my toes. I was just not very flexible at all. And I remember as a, you know, young girl that that seemed quite an important thing. Do other girls relate to this? That there was these girls who could do cartwheels and somersaults and splits and make it all look easy, and I could not. And I was quite jealous of them. And I remember my mother saying to me, Diane, you're just like me, you're stiff. And I thought, aha, this is who I am. This is my body. Like, this is my physical attributes. This is something that I cannot change. I am stiff. And lo and behold, that became my story. I was stiff. Well, when I was about 20 years old, I started to actually pass out. I had a few fainting episodes, very random, very strange episodes where I would just like faint out of the blue. I ended up in a hospital in Italy one year because of this. I fainted on the street and somebody called an ambulance, you know, and ended up in the hospital. And they said to me, they ran all these tests and they said, you know, we think you're fainting because your neck is so tight. The muscles are so tight. They are cutting off the circulation to your brain. This is like stiffness in overdrive. (laughs) And I was at that point in my life, I was like this. I walked around like this. (laughs) My shoulders like (laughs) I was like, I'm stiff. I'm stiff. And I just got stiffer and stiffer because I had made it my story. I'd made it my truth. As a consequence of that, I ended up doing physiotherapy and I ended up going to an acupuncturist. I remember like she stuck these needles on me and one shoulder just dropped like this, like that, like I ended up crooked neck for a while and then the other one dropped a week later or so. But that's where my story of stiffness led to me. Where it also led was when I was about 25 years old, I started to practice yoga. And when I started doing this yoga, it was Ashtanga yoga. It's very physical, very hard, very challenging. And I was in these classrooms where all these people are sweating through the practice and they were making it look easy. They were flexible. They were the flexible people. I was the stiff one. (laughs) So I couldn't touch my toes and I was doing everything terribly. But I persevered with it and I started to go every day. 
So my yoga teacher said to me, I couldn't afford to pay to go to classes every day, but he said to me, Diane, if you want to come in in the morning while I'm doing my practice, you're welcome to come in and practice with me. So I did. And so I started practicing every day, diligently doing my practice, showing up on the mat. And I was stiff, but I kept showing up and I kept showing up. And you know, six months later, and this still always just blows me away. Six months later, I was doing this and suddenly I was like, I am in the splits. What's happened? And that to me, doing the splits always seemed to me to be like the ultimate proof of flexibility. Like no stiff person can do the splits. And here I was doing them. I was doing the splits. And I suddenly realized the idea that I am stiff, I am stiff, was a complete lie. It's not who I am. I am who I choose to be. I am who I allow myself to be. I create the story of my life, nobody else. So if I tell myself I am stiff, I am going to experience my reality as a stiff person. And that's what I did for the first 25 years of my life. And I remember not long after that, like having that experience in a yoga class where I realized somebody who was a little stiff was looking at me thinking, she's flexible. And I thought, I have crossed the line on this. I am flexible. I am a flexible person. I was like, woo, all my life I've been carrying the story that I am stiff. And it felt like ingrained. It felt so true. It felt immutable. It felt like a fact about my body. It didn't feel like just some sort of theory. It didn't feel like an opinion. It felt like an actual truth, a fact about me. So the reason that I'm sharing this is if you tell yourself you're shy, (laughs) you probably think the same thing. This is like, this is who I am. It's who I am. I'm shy. You have no idea. It's so hard for me. It's really hard for me to talk to strangers. It's really hard for me to stand up and talk to someone about my project. It's really hard for me to send an email to somebody I don't know. I'm shy. What you are is somebody who has a habit of being shy and who has made that part of your identity. But you can create a new habit just as you can shift your identity in the three-dimensional reality. So it's up to you. You are not shy in the sense that it's like written in the stones and you can, you will always be thus. You get to choose. And this is the beautiful thing about our path, screenwriters and filmmakers. We're going to have to learn a lot of new skills. We're going to have to get uncomfortable and do a lot of new things to create the success that we want. If being shy is one of the things that we feel we have to shift, let's do it. Let's roll up our sleeves. Let's learn the skills. Let's make ourselves uncomfortable. Let's stretch ourselves. How did I shift from being a stiff person to a flexible person? I shifted it by showing up every day and doing something that was uncomfortable and pushing myself to create this new outcome. I didn't do it by like jumping off the deep end. It was just like every day, a little further, a little deeper, a little further. Was it comfortable? No, it hurt. (laughs) It really, really hurt. There were days that I was just like, oh, why am I doing this? There were days that I just wanted to cry and give up. Of course, but I didn't. I'm going to say to you, if you're sitting here right now listening to this and you're like, but I'm shy. It's like, okay, do just one little brave thing every day that pushes you. Stop telling yourself you're shy. Start telling yourself that you are a confident, outgoing person, that you love to talk to people about your projects, that you're great in the room. Start telling yourself that people love to listen to you talking about your projects. You can shift your identity around this. 
Stop saying I am shy and start saying I am whoever I need to be in order to make this magic happen. And I'm willing to learn and I'm willing to grow and I'm willing to see things differently. Do not get yourself locked into the box of shy. And I think this is the thing as humans, we create these boxes for ourselves. We create these boxes of our identity. And some of those things really serve us and some of them don't. If we're telling ourselves stories about ourselves, if we're telling ourselves, I'm not disciplined, I'm lazy. So it's not just shy. This can be applied to anything. I'm not talented enough. I'm not this, I'm not that. I'm too this, I'm too that. Anything like this is a story that we are telling about ourselves and that we can shift if it doesn't serve us. So think about who you want to be. Think about the results you want to get. The person who gets that results, what do they believe about themselves? Who are they? If you think to yourself that that version of me is not a shy person, all right, today I decide I am no longer shy. What would that look like? Why not? Now, the second part of this, though, I want to offer you this. I believe that one of the things that really stops us on our path to success more than anything is stories we tell about who we have to be in order to be successful. So for instance, we tell ourselves that in order to be successful as a filmmaker, I have to be an extrovert. And we feel like the fact that we're not an extrovert means that we can't do it means that it's going to be harder for us. Now, we might be telling ourselves all kinds of stories about this. In order to be successful as a screenwriter, I need to be so super talented. I need to know the right people. I need to be thinner. I need to be better looking. I need to be more charismatic. Fill in the gap here, right? Now, we all tell ourselves these stories. We all have these ideas that somehow the people who are succeeding at this thing are fundamentally different to us. They're better than us. Let's be honest. They're better looking, they're more disciplined, they work all the time. I mean, those people are perfect and somehow we are little failures and that is why it's so hard. Now, what if this was just a load of baloney? So that instead of saying, I need to change this about myself in order to be successful, what if we expand our idea of what successful looks like to be, I can be introverted and a successful film director. I can be shy and a successful screenwriter because whatever we perceive as being the problem is a problem, but it's not necessarily a problem because of what we think. It's a problem because we have created a gap in our minds of why it's not possible for us to be that. Do you follow me? (laughs) So what this looks like is I tell myself the story Like, it's hard for me. It's probably impossible for me to be a good film director because I'm an introvert, right? Because in order to be a good film director, you have to be somebody who's like extroverted. You need to be great with people. You need to be talking to the people all the time. And I'm not like that. Therefore, I'm not going to succeed. But as long as I tell myself it's not possible for me, it won't be possible. But what if I just said, hey, maybe I can. Like, maybe I get to be me and be successful. Maybe there's already filmmakers who are introverted, who are managing and having massive success exactly as they are. And I honestly see this a lot with my one-to-one clients, that we uncover different little stories that people are telling themselves, and sometimes they're not even aware of it, that unless they change certain things about themselves, they're not worthy of their dreams. So I don't want to have this 
be running through your mind after you've listened to the first part of this podcast that you're thinking to yourself, I need to change the shyness in me because there's something wrong with that. I personally believe it's possible to be exactly who you are and to be a great success because you're already enough as you are. Now, that doesn't mean there's areas to grow, there's areas to develop in, there's new skills to get, there's things that we want to let go of, there's all these different things, and that's great. That's the the juicy, fun part of life. Wouldn't it be dull if we were just like stayed the same and things just happened to us? I mean, this is is the, the magic of our journeys. But what I'll always come back to is that right now, you're already enough as you are. And if you can make it to your story, like I'm enough as I am, and start showing up to your work and to your life and to your journey with that energy, it will move mountains rather than continuing to play this game with yourself where you're like, well, the problem is I'm too shy. The problem is what if there's no problem? What if there is no problem? What if you get to be shy and have success? What if you get to be depressed and have success? What if you get to be tired and have success? What if you get to be a hot mess most of the time and have success? Because guess what? There are hugely successful people with whatever you're battling with today who still have success. You do not have to be perfect in order to have success. So even though I'm offering to you that you can change things about yourself, and I do think it's always worth considering that. I do think it's always worth saying do the stories that I'm telling myself about myself serve me? And am I willing to change them and work on them? Because there are tools in which you can do that. And if that is something that you're interested in, there's one book that I would especially recommend if you're like, oh, how do I change who I am? There's a fantastic book called, um, I've forgotten the name of it, it's by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And it's Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. So if you haven't read that and you're interested in this idea of, okay, I do have these stories that are not serving me, it's a fantastic book that will give you some very powerful tools for actually shifting your identity. But on the other hand, what I want you to know is that you, as you are today, you're already perfect, you're amazing, you have everything you need to succeed exactly as you are. And when you stop making it a problem, when you stop making whatever you perceive it to be your flaw, to be your the thing that's blocking you, when you stop perceiving it as that and start just seeing it as part of you and you get to be successful and still be you, then you will find success coming to you so much easier. But as long as you continue to perpetrate the belief within yourself that that is a block, that it is an obstacle, that it is something that will stop you, it will continue to be that. It will continue to be something that stops you. All right, my loves, that's what I have for you today. For the people who have been here with me live, thank you so much. It's lovely to see you, and it's lovely to be back after being in Scotland. I'm still, as you can hear, a little bit under the weather, but onwards and upwards. And again, if you're wanting to write a screenplay soon, please stay tuned. There's going to be some fantastic news about Write Your Screenplay in eight weeks. This is at this point an almost legendary course. It just works so well. I have so many, like hundreds of testimonials now for it of people who have written screenplays under it and it just works. So if you're wanting to write a screenplay, stay tuned. It is coming, opening for registration later this week. All right, guys, have a great day. Love you so much. I'll see you soon.
Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I know you can listen to so many different podcasts, so it really means the world to me that you chose to listen to this. If you've enjoyed this and you've had any value out of this podcast at all, can I ask a little favor? Could you please share it on social media or go to wherever you're listening to it and leave a review so that other people can find it? I really, really appreciate it so much. I love you so much and I can't wait to see you the next one. If you want to get in touch at any point, send me a message, support at dianebell.com and also check out my website, dianebell.com and see what I'm up to. Hopefully I'll see you in the social medias. Take care and I'll see you next time.